Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Hey everybody, this is Marnie. Welcome back to another edition of Marnie's Friends. So excited to have you with us this afternoon, as well as our wonderful guest today, Cheryl Lightshoe of Straight Talk for SmartBusinessWomen.com. Today you're going to discover calm. How does it succeed in business profitably? from a platform of peace. And doesn't that sound like what we all want and hope for in our lives and in our businesses? During the next hour, you're going to want to grab some kind of a notepad. Cheryl Leitch is going to help us discover the three greatest challenges you'll face as a woman business owner, the CALM, C-L-A-M, business model you can start applying right away today, the formula for clarity and simplicity in your business, the selling secret that will quickly move your business forward, the myth of being superwoman and God's superior definition of you. The number one factor that keeps you from making money that you desire and deserve. Two, uh, the top two strategies that Cheryl used to double her sales and the truth about why you can excel as entrepreneurs. Cheryl Lightshoot is like a Yoda for women business owners and solopreneurs. Her experience leading a successful and sustainable small business for over 25 years enables her to mentor and support you as well as other women in business. Her website, again, is straighttalkforsmartbusinesswomen.com. Welcome to you, Cheryl. Oh, thank you, Marnie. I'm so delighted to be here. Well, and I'm excited to have you here, and I'm just so grateful that you are willing to come and to share some of this expertise that you really learned in the trenches <laughs> over over a period of years. And uh, I always, you know, I have this prayer that I pray, God, help me learn from other people's words instead of always from spankings. And <laughs> I started saying it when my kids were little. And uh, But, you know, still, it is so wonderful when we can glean um, insights as to how to do things without having to actually uh, do the hard thing of falling flat on our face, you know, and having to learn it that way. And sometimes all it takes is somebody like you or one of our other trainers to come along and to just say, but look here, what if you did it this way? So I'm super excited to pick your brain for an hour here about how to do business calmly from a platform of peace. And that sounds so great. So I'm going to just start us off with the three greatest challenges we're going to face as business owners. Let's get real. What are they? (laughs) Well, number one is confidence. I think as women, and Mm -hmm. I'm not a man, so I can't speak from that, but I do know that most of the women I work with, it's confidence in ourselves and really putting ourselves out there. You know, research shows that if if men, if there's 10 criteria to do something and men have three, they'll do it, you know, and they'll figure it out as they go. 
And it shows that if women, if there's 10 things that need to happen to do something, if women have nine, they think they can't do it. So <laughs> the confidence yeah. factor that there's a mm. reason that you are put here, there's a reason that you need to move forward, and you, you have to just have that faith in yourself that you're going to move forward. So that's the first big mm. thing. As a, mm-hmm. The same way yeah. too much noise. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so the confidence piece is, uh, that's, that's pretty clear to me. I, in fact, I think just this morning when I was doing, uh, doing my brain detox this morning, one of the thoughts that I wrote mm-hmm. down was, you know, I'm pretty sure this can't work. <laughs> you know, I think that's just always just part of, the, part, of the, part of the play is that, you know, we're pretty convinced that this isn't going to work. Okay, what's number two? Number two is that there's just too much noise out there. Um, you know, mm. when I started my business, I was looking for some noise. I was looking for some options and answers. But now if you just go into your Facebook feed, you know, if you scroll for three minutes, you're going to see do this and you'll make a million dollars and do this and you'll go into seven figures. It really isn't that way. And so I see a lot of women investing a lot of dollars before they're ready to do that, looking for magic bullets when they don't, re- when they mm-hmm. don't realize this goes back to that confidence piece that the magic bullet is in them. Mm, yeah, yeah, good. What's number three? Number three, that uh, we believe we can serve everybody. And we, we <laughs> probably can, but we really are put here because we're meant to serve a select group of people. And what you bring is uniquely needed at a certain point in time for people. Yeah. And if you, the clearer you are about what you bring and who you serve, uh, the more likely that the right people are going to show up when they need you. Uh, when you, mm. the old adage, if you market to everybody, you market to nobody. Yeah, and that's really a tough one for everybody to get past. I know because, like you say, you know, you really can reach a lot of people. It's not, it's not that your message uh-huh. can't be used by pretty much everybody if they tweak it a little bit, but it it does pay off to narrow it down at least to a point where you can define it more clearly than that. We're going to maybe come back to that one a little bit later too. Yeah. Right now you mm-hmm. you actually talk about calm like an acronym. So what does that mean? Well, the calm model actually came from um my latest book which just was released in February called Straight Talk for Smart Business Women: Critical Tools to Build and Grow Your Business. And that book, the research from that came from my own podcast that over two and a half years of having women-owned businesses tell their story and the lessons they learned, last summer I said, oh, my goodness, there's a pattern here. And there's Uh certain buckets that this information falls into. And so I began to pull that research together, and the CALM model came about. So C is for clarity and simplicity. A is for aim and focus. L is for leverage and adjust. And M is for measurement and discipline. Um, and that's the buckets that really create the foundations for your business. So you don't need to be looking for those magic bullets. It's really pretty clear, pretty calm, pretty simple. Love it. So let's start with clarity. Go, go ahead back. What was the second word there? Clarity and simplicity. Clarity and, and, and simplicity. simplicity. Yeah. And this is really about creating that plan that fits you and your reasons for being in business. If, if, when you know why you're in business and you know who it is that you want to serve and what's that one powerful thing that you bring, then you can move forward with that confidence, clarity, and simplicity. Um, I, I did a blog post about a week ago talking about the power of one 
And the power of one is you need one product, one audience, one message, and one you. And if you, if you have those things, you're ready to go. And that's, that's the, the, that confidence piece that I talked about earlier, that you think you need to have so much, and really you already have that richness inside of you. You just need to bring it out and bring that to clarity, and it will help you move forward so much easier. Um, and again, this is not just my words. This is, the, this is the words from other women entrepreneurs. And in my book, I have all these stories and examples from those other entrepreneurs that saying that was a huge business lesson for them, that rather than reaching for all this and creating this big thing, the big thing actually caused them more stress, whereas if they could come back and simplify and clarify that was what, what that was what targeted springboard springboard their business forward um, because the right people could find them. I love it. I love how you said one product, one audience, one message, one you. I love that's so simple and understandable. And I think I think you're right. There's so much noise. There's so much complexity, and it's just from one thing to the next idea, the next idea, the next idea. Instead of focusing down on what is it you're really, you know, I like to just say. You know, when God strung together your three billion base pair of DNA, he did it in a particular way. And he has a plan and a purpose for you in particular. And it's not everything else or everything good or whatever. It's, it's the plan for you. And that's our heart is to find, find what that is and to just really dive in uh, with the power of God behind us in our, the, the wind mm-hmm. in our sails, if you would. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. So talk, mm-hmm. about, talk about AIM. So aim and focus is about attracting those relationships and the and the network that that wants you. Okay, so um, so again, people think, and I just had the conversation this morning with one of my mentees that you know I need to, I need to attract more. I need to have a bigger list, and I get that. That's what's out there. You need to have this huge list, and I'm not saying you don't. But what I'm saying is you need to have the right people who are attracted to you. And when, you're, when you have that clarity and when you have that simplicity, people know where to put you in their Rolodex. They know what it is that you offer. And in God's world, there's a timing for everybody. And there's a timing that people are going to need you, but it's their timing. But if they have you in their Rolodex and you've created that relationship with them, when the timing comes, they will, they will show up at your door. You won't have to do any selling because they already know who it is and what you do. So that, aim, mm. and again, I, I, this is this has worked for me in my business, and I think it's a difference for, for of, of how we maybe as women operate that we prefer to educate, we prefer to attract than sell. Okay, I'm not going to push you into something, but I want to be here and be present for you. So the aim and focus is really about how do you attract relationships? What do you do to build that network of people who just simply know about you? Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, what's the alpha leverage? Uh, learning and growing, success and failure, challenges and opportunities. I mean, that's what you were talking about. I, there's no way to avoid those spanking right. lessons. But <laughs> when you get them, when you get them, you just need to dance with it. You know, this is, again, it's all in God's plan to give you these lessons so that you can become better, so that you can be more polished. So leverage and adjust is simply that. It's about learning as you go. You're not an imposter. You're not, you, you are simply moving forward. And as you do and as you learn more, you'll leverage and adjust what you need to do in your business, who you'll need to have in your business, the products and services that you have in your business, 
but you'll never be able to leverage and adjust if you don't get out there and take the risk to be that voice in the world <laughs> that you're meant to be. Mm. When my husband and I bought a retail store, so we owned a restaurant and then we bought a retail store, but it was the first time that mm-hmm. we were owning a retail store and we really didn't have anybody to teach us very much, so we had to just go for it. And sometimes we made huge multiple thousand dollar errors and it was so devastating you know it was just like oh we really thought that would work and it didn't work and so what we did is we kind of just redefined them and we said well how much college credits would that one be worth okay well that was worth five college credits or no uh-huh. You know, that uh-huh. was a half a year. That was a half a year ago. <laughs> you know, and because we redefined it as something that could provide us with education for going forward, it helped make those um, expensive lessons less painful because they had value. Yeah. They weren't just flushed down the toilet, not at all. You know, we really did learn from them and we did things differently in the future based on what we learned. So I love that leverage and adjust. And you're so right that. You can, and, and I, see this, I see this all the time with people too, they have a great idea and they're really passionate about it, but they never take the first step because they're too scared. Yes, yes. yes. And, and I, yeah, I have a couple of people I'm working with right now. And one of the, one of the interviews in my book, uh, Julie Danskin said, you know, being an entrepreneur is a total faith walk. And it really yeah, it is, is a total faith mm-hmm. walk. You know, you have to believe mm-hmm. in you. You have to believe that God's there guiding you and, mm-hmm. and realize that when those multi-thousand dollar mistakes happen, it is part of a lesson for you that, it, that, it, that will just help you get better and better. And I love how you frame that up, that it's, it's better than an MBA. <laughs> Very right. practical we experiential are... <laughs> education. <laughs> Glar Knox, and that's just the reality. That's right. Okay. That's right. There's no way talk around it. that. Talk about the M, measurement. Mm. Measurement and discipline um, is what uh, the M stands for. You know, one of the chapters in my book is making money is not an option, okay? If you're really mm-hmm. going to have a business, you really have to make money. So I, that, and it's just it's about an exchange of value, but you have to make your house payment. You have to put food on the table, or you can't be that gift in the world to share your voice because you're going to be operating from fear. And the way you know if you're doing that is you, you have to measure. You have to have processes in place. You have to know what your financial picture looks like. There are so many women I deal with, they have no idea if they're making money or not making money. They just think if there's money in the checkbook, it's all good. Well, okay, that doesn't necessarily uh, equate to making money. And so it's, it's the measurement and it's also the discipline. Um, one of the things I always tell people is what you do every day that counts, not what you do once in a while. And so what's the discipline of what you do every day that continues to build and grow your mm-hmm. business, even though there are days you don't want to do it? Because the wheels just need to keep turning. And as you turn them and turn them and turn them, eventually you'll get over that tipping point and then the phone will start ringing. And then you'll be riding a wave of, of, of where you want to be, which is having people contacting you. But it's because you put that discipline in, because you've measured what you're doing, that gets you over that hump. Does mm, that make sense? Beautiful. It does. It's beautiful. So great. The calm, uh, the calm way about it is clarity and simplicity. Then A is for aim and focus. L is for leverage and adjust. M is for measurement and discipline. This is Marnie Swedberger visiting today with Cheryl Lightshoe of Straight Talk for Smart Business Women. We're going to come right back 
and talk about the formula for clarity and simplicity in your business, as well as the selling secrets that will quickly move your business forward. Our next speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speaker search anytime you have time. Search by location, name, topic, or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast, fun, and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out right now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie. You're joining us for Calm, How to Succeed in Business Profitably from a Platform of Peace with our guest today, Cheryl Lightshoe of Straight Talk for Smart Businesswomen.com. Cheryl, let's talk about the formula for clarity and simplicity. There's a formula for this, huh? That's awesome. Yeah, and I alluded to it a little bit ago. It's uh, the whole power of one, okay? So one plus one plus one. One plus one plus one plus one. Four. Four ones. The power of you, and again, I already alluded to this earlier, but the power of you is that you are the driving force behind this business. And that's the, that's the confidence piece that gets challenged in us because when you be, decide to become an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, or a small, very small business, you're that personality. And so your own energy, why you're doing this is so important. And you probably heard that power of why, but that why are you doing this business? What's mm-hmm. the passion that brings you? Why is God leading you to do this business? That clarity is really important. The power of one is the power of the product. What is it that you're bringing? And why, what does it solve for people? Okay. Um, what is it that you're meant to bring? So that's another power of one. The power of the message of what it is that you solve and then who it is that you deliver it to. Those four questions, once you nail those four questions down, you are ready to run. Um, and I don't care how good your website looks. I don't care, you know, if you've got everything down. I don't want you to have everything down perfectly because now it's that opportunity to put it out there in the world and get the feedback so you can leverage and adjust. Um, would, when you're thinking a message, are you thinking of – so I would think that in this um, this formula, one plus one plus mm-hmm. one plus one, uh, you, mm-hmm. your message, your product, your audience, that you could actually turn mm-hmm. that very easily into an elevator speech where you could quickly summarize what what it is that you're doing. Is that is that accurate? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. It, it should and be then, so clear that you, you don't have to search for the words, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then in your message part, um, let's just focus for a moment here on the difference between features and benefits because this is mm-hmm. where I think a lot of, a lot of new business people really make the mistake of focusing on the features of what they're doing instead of the benefits of what they're doing. Perfect. Exactly. And that's the benefits are what you solve. What is it that you're solving for this group of this audience that you want to work with? So this is why it's important to define who this audience is. And, and 
I, I know I hear the, all the reluctance all the time. Well, I can serve everybody. Well, let's go into my business that I ran for 25 years. I believed that when I first started. And so I was out there sharing this message with everybody. But it wasn't until I, I narrowed down into a group of people, and I, I happened to do corporate work within professional service firms. So I started with CPA firms. Why? Because I could define who they were, what problems they had, and what I was going to solve for them. Did it mean that I could only serve CPA firms? No, but once I could work that vertical um, niche group deep and I knew what it was that I solved for them, so again, I could take that same program and I could move it to law firms, and that's what I did. And then I moved it to engineering firms, and then I moved it to architecture firms. So it is the, the features are that, that mm. program, okay? But, but the program's going to solve it differently for that group of people. Okay. So yes, your program can solve many things, but if you can't speak to what it solves for people, you're going to have a hard time attracting the right people. They don't know where to put you in their Rolodex. Yeah, no, it's so important. In fact, I was just thinking, what, like when we had the restaurant, it was very clear what we did at the restaurant. You know, it was food and it was very clear. The retail store was really mm-hmm. always very difficult to promote because it had 12 departments and they were so different from each other. One was fabric oh, yeah. and one was pets. I mean, you know, how different could you be? Oh. You know, and so, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was like, it was so different that it made it very difficult to promote it because you, you always were doing this shotgun thing uh, because all yeah. of those things were under one roof, you know, but when you can get very laser focused, you know, I think of womenspeakers.com, super laser focused. We connect planners mm-hmm. with Christian women speakers. Period. <laughs> That's all we do. Mm-hmm. So it makes it so easy to promote when you are very clear about that. So I love that. Let's talk about, you have a selling secret um, that you wanted to share with us, and I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> I am too. I'm excited to tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and so, and the, the selling secret, so I, I think there's three stages to business. One is when you're just starting out and you're waiting for what I call the tipping point. You're waiting for the people to discover you and, and your phone to start ringing or people to start, customers to start coming in the door. And then after that, you're riding the wave and you've got business going and that's a different kind of process. And then finally, you're in my stage of the world, which I'm more in my legacy piece where I just want to give back and I'm not as concerned about the marketing aspects of my business. But so the selling secret is really about this tipping point, which is where people get really stuck. Um, The first thing that you need to realize is that you need to create face-to-face relationships. I have what I call my magic 120, and this is the selling secret. 120 people need to be able to speak to and answer the question of what is it that Marnie does in her business? What is it that Cheryl does in her business? And how, what is it that she saw? So that power of one, that message that gets created there, you need to have 120 people who know and can speak to that until you've done that. And you can't do that on the Internet, okay? So this is a selling secret. You have to do this in voice-to-voice, face-to-face connections with people. And that can seem so daunting when you're first starting out. 120 people? Really, Cheryl? Are you serious? Yep, I'm serious. Now, between you and me, Marnie, <laughs> and anybody who's listening, it probably isn't going to take you 120 people because the, 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 the energy and the momentum and that presence in the universe is going to start earlier than that. 
But I know that if you don't shoot to 120 and you say, well, I'm going to do 20, it's not going to work. Yeah, right. You need to have a big goal of a number of people that you have, mm-hmm. that can, that you have face-to-face, voice-to-voice, help them understand those three questions. What is it you bring? Why are you doing it? What's the product? What's the message? And who are you serving? That, that one plus one plus one. Once you start that, that ball rolling, the tipping point will happen. I will guarantee you that. Um, but it, cool. this is, again, where de- discipline comes into to focus. You know, every day, you, one of the top prayers of your day is how many people should I connect with today or can I connect with today that I can help them get clear about what it is that I do. They may or may not be customers of yours. They may be referral sources or they may just have you in the Rolodex. You're not necessarily looking for a sale. You're looking to educate them and make sure that they can speak your message about your business. I love that. And breaking it down, once again, because, you know, one of the things that we all tend to think is that we have to hurry so much. So it's really imperative <laughs> that we hurry so fast. And what I find is that the days kind of just go by. And if you aren't very, I love the word discipline there. If you aren't disciplined about what you're doing, the days have gone by and it's six months later and you don't have anything to show for it. Whereas if you take this one piece of advice that Cheryl just gave you and you just do one a day in 24 weeks, in half a year, you've got your 120. Just yep. one a day. Yep. Yep. And I guarantee you yes. probably you can do two a day. But and exactly. not, if you're delivering client work. But, but yes, it's, it's, the, it's not what you do once in a while. It's what you do on a regular basis. It's what you do every day. That's what I was talking about earlier. That really creates that momentum in your business. And I know mm-hmm. that feeling of, oh, man, I'm just doing this day after day after day. Is it ever going to happen? And then suddenly your phone rings and you go, all right. Uh, there's a miracle that, that begins to occur. <laughs> the instant overnight successes that have been working at it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that. exactly. They make it look easy, but trust me, it's not. They put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, I, I know. I always tease about that because the actual the overnight successes are never overnight successes. They've actually been working at it for a really long time, and it just looks that way <laughs> to the rest of us. But uh-huh, <laughs> in fact, uh-huh. we, we were. We're trying to sell our, our businesses and our house and everything, and we had been working at it for over two years, uh, you know, working straight at it for over two years. And then in like a two-week period of time, two of those pieces sold. Uh, the, the building <laughs> sold and the house sold just right, boom, like that. And somebody said to me, wow, that was fast. And I said, yeah, fast after slow. It was really fast. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, that's a perfect example. Uh-huh. You know, and, and, and we we get to, in a bit, it's about the confidence piece, too, that you touched on earlier, because we, we start to believe this is never going to happen, that this can't happen for me, no matter what I do now, you know, all of this time, and it's not happened yet, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is, is when you're, when you're on a track with God, and when he's put in your heart something to do, you can be sure it is going to happen. It may not happen in yep. your timetable, but it is going to happen. Just hang in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is Marnie Pepper. We're visiting today with Cheryl Lightshoe of Straight Talk for Smart Business Women. We're going to come back and talk about the myth of being superwoman, God's superior definition of you, and the number one factor that keeps you from making the money you deserve and desire. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Minutes with Marnie is my per-minute coaching service. 
Whenever you feel stuck, have an idea you want to run by me, need to pick my brain, or would like me to edit your one-pager media pitch, just schedule a 15 to 60 minute session using the Easy Calendar tool at Marnie.com. I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, and I hope to connect with you one-on-one soon. Visit Marnie.com, that's M-A-R-N-I-E.com, to schedule your coaching session right now. Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is Marnie. Our guest today is Cheryl Light. She was sharing with us Calm, how to succeed in business profitably from a platform of peace. Cheryl, let's talk about um, the superwoman myth. First of all, you know, I really love my superwoman cape very much. And when it's functioning well, (laughs) it does this nice flow thing behind me, and I really love it. And then when I'm stepping on it and tripping over it and it's getting caught in the door, you know, those days aren't so great. So what's the, what's the superwoman myth? Bust my bubble. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, I earlier in my life, earlier in my business, a friend of mine gave me a mug and it said, I want it, I want it all, and I want it now, you know, and I'm going to do it all by myself, right? Um, right. Well, the, I have to tell you that this was a big lesson for me. And so, uh, you know, the story mm-hmm. for me was, I, again, I believed I could do it all and I, and I didn't need anybody. And it was a sign of weakness if I had to reach out and ask for other people for help, you know? And so I, um, I ended up getting physically sick because of that, because I was taking on too much. And so in the midst of all of that, uh, first of all, my husband tapped me on the head and he said, hello, Dr. Lightshoe. I mean, I don't think you'd advise your clients to do any, uh, to, to do it alone, uh, you know, why are you doing this all by yourself? And then I happened mm. to reach out to a coach at the time, and he said, uh, why are you not asking people for help, it, both, personally, both in your personal life and, you know, in mm-hmm. your business life? You know, you've got this, this health issue going on. Certainly you have people who would like to help you there as well as in your business world. And so the first time I reached out for, uh, to a friend, my friend said to me, it's about time. It's about time you asked me <laughs> to help you. She said, you, you're always there for me. You always are there for me. And you really are a very horrible friend because you never reach out to me and ask for me for mm-hmm. help. And it was like, oh, wow. I didn't realize I was being a bad friend because I wasn't allowing people into my life. So mm-hmm. that opened a huge door for me. And then I, uh, in my business, again, my coach said to me, why aren't you asking people and that your clients to help you? And it's like, what? Oh, they're going to see I'm, I'm really weak. No. So the first person I asked to do this, this is such a beautiful story. The first person I asked, I already told you I worked in CPA firms and she had been, I had been working with her for, and she had really gotten some great traction as a leader. And, you know, and I said, Anita, I'm trying to grow my business and I don't know if you have any ideas for me. You know, I was almost apologizing for asking her for help, of course. And she said, do I ever? She said, I serve on a national committee with the CPA Society. I think you should serve on that committee. And I said, but I'm not a CPA. She goes, I don't care. You had, it was all about work-life balance and retaining women mm. in organizations. And she said, you have so much to offer to that group. I'm going to get you on that committee. Well, she did. It was a national committee. Here's little Cheryl in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this little solopreneur who's suddenly serving and being a voice on this national committee and helping to create messages on a national level. I not only served on that committee, uh, it was a three-year appointment, but three years later, I chaired that committee. Again, I'm not a CPA. Mm. God opened a door for me because Mm -hmm. I opened a door for myself. 
I opened the door by mm-hmm. realizing I didn't need to do it all, that we really are put here. Um, I, think, I think we're put here to be in a sense of community, that God puts other people in our world so that they can help us survive and they can help us thrive and they can help us do other things. And when we believe we're a superwoman, we really are limiting what it is that uh, the doors that God wants us to open. Um, and mm-hmm. I open doors for people every day. Marnie, I know you do too. And I'm happy to do that. But guess what? So are other people. They're also wanting to open doors for us. And if we can get trust that superwoman syndrome, it's amazing the doors that open. That I always, uh, yeah, absolutely. I like to call it a body life, um, that God, God sees oh. us all as part of his body. And, and we're like a thumb or a finger, you know, an eye or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and that when we try to do it by ourselves, it really was never, he really never meant it that way. He didn't, he didn't no. ever mean it that way. I was talking to a new author recently and she said, but when God gives me the words to write down, I don't want anybody to change them. I, you know, she doesn't want editing. And, and I really can appreciate oh. that. I mean, I, I understand I understand where she's coming with that and, and how people have written songs or poetry or done a piece of artwork and they don't want other people to touch it because it, it, there's this sense that they'll take away from what's been done if they touch it or help. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned, and, and I, I mean, I can really relate to that, but what I've learned is that God never wants me to do anything in a bubble. It's always to be put out there and to, uh, to receive critiques and edits and changes. And, um, you know, and what I found is that it gets so much better. It gets exponentially better when we will do it in the body mm-hmm. instead of alone in our, in our shell. But it, it is a different way to think about it. And it does take, you know, it does take a little bit of a adjustment in how we look at things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. It does. And, um, and, you know, somewhere along the line, if you watch children playing, and I told Marnie, I had just finished playing with my grandchildren, they are very collaborative. And they're very, even, <laughs> even when they don't want to share, I mean, they're, they're still, you know, place things in the world to kind of work with each other and play off of each other. And for some reason, as grownups, we forget how to do that. We think we need to be mm-hmm. unique little islands rather than... Um, uh, rather than joyful spirits who are connecting, I like your I love your story of being part of a body. Hmm. So God's superior definition of you, I guess I'm going to let you address it in just a moment here too. But I'm thinking, you know, your unique DNA, how He He built you, and and you are so unique. And you guys, I'm always saying this, but I just believe it passionately that you're the only you that can do what God yeah. put you on the earth to do to be. You're the only one that can be you. <laughs> Nobody else can even get close to being you uh, for us. And when you're not fully living, when you're not walking with Jesus and letting him live through you, you're really depriving the world of the gifts that God gave us in you. You know, and there's mm-hmm. a few people, there's a few people that maybe think too much of themselves in that way. But honestly, most of us, <laughs> I think, don't. I think most of us have the other problem. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're a little nervous to be fully ourselves. And you know when you think about when you think about how do you discover who you uniquely are, um, you know, you're, and you think about the journey of going from a child into adulthood, 
we're, we spend a lot of time in our early years following rules, having other people define what success is for us, other, having other people kind of define what it is that will make us acceptable, right? If you get the paper done on time and it's this many pages and it's typed a certain way, then you'll get an A and now you're, valid, you're validated for who you are. Uh, but you're really not. So it's the journey of discovering who you are and listening to that inner voice in yourself, which is, to me, God downloading into you who you are. You have to spend some time with that, and especially to be an entrepreneur, because it is all about you. It's maybe a little easier. I'm going to say this, and some of your listeners might disagree with this, but it's maybe a little easier when you're in the corporate world, because, again, other people are defining what it is, who you are, and what you need to do to succeed. I see a shift happening in the corporate world. I did work in the corporate world for a long time of helping people discover their unique talents so that they could bring them to the table in the corporate world. But sometimes as entrepreneurs, we, we don't think about the access that we have to that kind of information. You know, things like people, people in my book, entrepreneurs in my book, talked about using strength finders, for example, as a tool mm-hmm. to just understanding okay. that unique brand that they bring to the world. Um, I have a course called Branding with Archetypes, which is really about what's your personality, what's your values, because that is really that unique genius that God developed in you that creates the foundation of your business. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs say, okay, I've done this, let's say coaches. I've done this coaches training. So they lead with the tool and, and instead of leading with themselves and realizing that the tool is just a vehicle to express their unique gift. And so uh, it isn't that a coach is a coach is a coach. Uh-uh. How I coach is different than how Marnie coaches the, because right. we bring that unique gift of God. And, it's, and it really is a, um, a growth and exploration piece for ourselves to be able to define that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it's just, I just love it. It's, it's just so important that you, at some point, that you work this through with God where you're comfortable with how he's made yeah. you, that you accept yes. that this is, that you know, I think a lot about you know, like when I was a little kid and watched the watch some skaters are so amazing, and I wanted to do that, and I didn't realize I was balance challenged, and that that was simply never going to happen <laughs> for me. You know, uh-huh. and and uh-huh. it was it was so devastating for me that when I was in the fifth grade, I failed gym class because I couldn't skate. I wouldn't skate because when I was little, I had had you know a bad experience with that, and now I'm at the point where you know it's just okay. I am balance challenged. That's just how I am, how I am. It's okay. There's other things in the world for me to do. That is not where God wanted me to put my focus and attention. And as we can start to say, oh, right, that's how a lot of those things about myself that I don't, that I don't love or I'm not way proud of or whatever, those are a lot of the ways that God has shut doors for us so that he could get us channeled in the right direction. I mean, it's really a mm-hmm. gift in the end. You know, but it doesn't feel like a gift when you're in it, of course. It feels like you're no, a failure. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I think, what, that piece about the entrepreneur being having a harder time to identify her uniqueness, her unique role, I think another mm-hmm. reason is because at first you're, you don't even quite know it yourself. You have a, a direction or an angle. And when somebody gives you input, like, I'm not going to buy that from you or I am going to buy that from you. It can feel like that's God speaking, and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's just a person. And so you right. have to really keep going back until you have 
peace. I love this platform of peace where we have peace with God. Mm-hmm. Colossians 3.15, I've got that highlighted and star and smiley next to it. You know, it's let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And that's where mm-hmm. we go. And it says in the, in, the, in the Message Bible, in the Amplified Version, it says, um, acting as an umpire deciding with finality and the Holy Spirit can help us with that where we have questions and concerns well our time is going and I want us to talk next a little bit about there's there's a factor that you say that like a key factor to making money um, talk to us about that yeah and um, so money is sort of an outcome of the things that we do and and uh, the key factor is that our mindset, so some of those rules we were talking about just a few minutes ago, those fears that we were talking about the, uh, minutes ago, that, that not, not accepting that unique being of who you are, if that mindset is based on that fear, then it's going to keep you from making the money. That, uh, it's going to keep you from having that outcome because people will sense that in you. Whereas if you can have what I call a God set, those and instead of a mindset having a God set, that that peaceful feeling that I'm doing what I need to be doing in the best way that I can, using the talents and gifts that I was meant to bring, and what's the next mm-hmm. step forward, you just believe in yourself and that faith walk that being an entrepreneur is. It is a faith walk. So believing in yourself that you're the right person, the, that you you are you bring the right value to the people that you're wanting to serve and the problems that you're trying to solve. Can, can create that clarity and simplicity. So it's going back to some of the things we talked about earlier. But if you don't believe, know that God believes in you. So even when mm. you're in that, that, I don't know if this is the right path, and that's a really natural human feeling, know that God believes that you're on the right path and that, they, that it's what you've just talked about a second ago, that, you know, that, that he's, he's going to be there to guide you on that. And so don't let that human factor that we have, that fear that we have, that uh, the, all the rules that we have, all the comparison that we have, don't let all of that get in the way because that factor of just staying true and focused and in alignment with you will actually lead to getting you the dollars that you deserve and desire. Yeah, and you know, we all just, many of us, not all of us, but for sure I'd say the majority, especially women, have money mindset hang-ups that we need to yeah. get God sets for. I love God sets. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> that we need that for. And, um, you know, I, I could just say, you know, that there's a program over at Marnie.com, and it's about $1,000. Um, okay, so just stop, stop right there. And what happened when I said that that was $1,000? What were you thinking right there when I said that $1,000? Because <laughs> I actually don't have a program at Marnie.com for $1,000. But I was just thinking, what happened to your brain right there when I did that? Because $1,000, I can't come up with $1,000. What is it that, you know, what was the thought process that you had going right there? Because the reality is that not everybody reacts to the the term $1,000 the same as you do, or maybe yours yeah. is $100,000. Or, you know, we all have these limiting mindsets that we need to let God replace with where he wants to take us and what he wants to do with us. And, and it's, it's, again, back to faith walk. Right, right. Yeah, and, you know, you have to take action. So we're, we're kind of bouncing between 
you know, have faith, but you can't just sit and say, I have faith, right? You have to take action and you have to move forward. And through that moving forward, there'll be more information that comes to you and more discovery about yourself and more discovery about what works and more discovery about the, the, the direction of your business. Um, but it, it, it is that fine kind of balance between the two. But I love you. I love, I love what you did because I was like, oh, wow, she's got a program? And it's like, oh, it's $1,000, huh? <laughs> Actually, I stole, that from, I stole that from Leslie Householder. She's been on the show, and she's just awesome. But she just did that recently in a blog, and I was like, that's brilliant. That's so brilliant. You know, she goes, it's $1,000, and she goes, pause. Five learnings later, $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we all do, we just have these hangups where, you know, certain things just trigger certain feelings and emotions of can't do it too yeah. much uh, out of my league. I can never, just like how you felt when they asked you, you know, why don't you go beyond this, this board? I can't do that. Yes, you can. You know, if God uh-huh. wants you to do something, not only can he make it happen, but he can make you succeed in it, which is truly a, a miracle and a gift, isn't it? That he'll just take us, little yes. us, and use us in these ways mm-hmm. to accomplish his work in the world. Yeah, I love working for God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is Marty Swedberg. We're visiting today with Cheryl Lightshoe of straighttalkforsmartbusinesswomen.com. We're going to come back and talk about the two top two strategies that Cheryl used to double her sales, don't go anywhere, as well as the mm-hmm. truth about why you can excel as entrepreneurs. We'll be right back. leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. If you've got an event coming up that's just for ladies, you want to add it over at womensevents.info. And if you are looking for an event, uh, even like Joyce Meyer or Beth Moore or whatever, uh, they're all listed over there, and that is a great resource for you. We're coming into the end of the hour here with our guest today, Cheryl Lightshoe of Straight Talk for SmartBusinessWomen.com. Cheryl, let's next talk about the top two strategies that you use to double your sales. And, you know, before, before you start into that, um, maybe talk about, maybe talk about how long was it until you figured these out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so when I started, again, remember, this is 25 years ago, probably a little, a little longer than that. Uh, We didn't have the internet. We didn't have email, Uh, and and at that point in time, small businesses had to really apologize for being a small business. I mean, I started my business because my kids were little. My husband, we had been relocated with my husband's job, and I I knew I wanted to continue to work in the corporate world, but I needed to have a flexible business so that I could be there with the children and if we moved more, more often. So there were all kinds of things against me at that particular point in time that are not so much anymore because we have the internet and it's easier to be uh, present in your business no matter where you are and people really don't care where you are. Um, So, so, and I didn't have good coaches back then because uh, coaches were telling me I should go get a job in a, in a 
you know, in some corporate world, and I, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I, even the fact that I was, I was selling coaching services, again, remember, this is the 80s. The term coaching was not on the radar screen. It isn't, wasn't a word I was using to define it, but that was the model that I was trying to sell. So my challenge was, and still is, I'm always a little bit ahead of the curve, <laughs> so trying to educate people uh, uh-huh. took time. And so I would say it took me a good, oh, I'm going to say six to seven years before I figured out the formula that was going to work, um, that was going to create that tipping point for me. And and I had to take some and do some hybrid kinds of things from what I saw happening in large business and translating into what would work for me in a small business. Because I knew I was never, I didn't want a, a big business. I wanted to be working from home, having the flexibility with my children, and having a lifestyle business, uh, which, again, wasn't even really on the radar screen back when I started my business. So it took me a while. And my goal, right, my goal now, on the opposite side of that, and the legacy piece of my business, is what can I do to shorten this learning curve uh, for other women entrepreneurs so they can have that same success and sustainability that I've had you know, I made it through three recessions by figuring it out, uh, but there are <laughs> tools that you can do uh, and smart moves that you can make in your business that when things, when the economy isn't mm-hmm. working in your favor, that you have put in place that aren't going to put your business at risk. So, um, mm-hmm. so you know, five to seven years, and that, that kind of was, and maybe is still the statistic, that if you can make it past the five-year mark, you're probably going right. to have an easier time moving into the future, Right. Right. So thank you for yeah, that absolutely. question. Yeah, good. Okay, so how did you double your sales? Well, I already talked about my Magic 120. That was really that was a really simple tool. And again, remember, I would, you couldn't send an email to set up an appointment. You were making a phone call, and voicemail was just kind of coming or coming into that. We had answering machines back then, so I know I'm I'm sounding older than dirt. But um, and so you left boy, you left messages on people's answering machines, and you had to call back several times. But it was the magic 120. It was just saying I, and that's the two pieces was the magic 120, and just being really disciplined. That every day, I um, I learned from Mark LeBlanc. Some of you may have heard of Mark LeBlanc, but he talks about three high value activities that you start out every day and you identify three high-value activities that are going to make the cash register ring, that are money-making activities. And your goal is to accomplish those in the day. So it could be three phone calls. It could be three letters you're going to send. It could be three, you know, a phone call and two follow-ups. But there were three very concrete, actionable things that were tied to making money that you were going to put on your list every day. So at the end of the day, you can say, I accomplished those three things. Now, you're probably going to accomplish many more than things than three during the day, but that those were in the top of your priority list. And I used that three high-value activities along with that magic 120 list, and it didn't take me 120, but I didn't stop. So it didn't, it didn't, I think it was about 45 when my phone started ringing and I started getting clients, um, really reasonably, reasonably priced clients, that, which I thought at the time was very – uh, was just made my heart sing, but then I kept going, and probably at about seventy, now I started getting significant paying clients, and I didn't stop. I kept doing until I had one twenty, and then when I hit one twenty, guess what? I went back and recircled through that list, 
taking some of the people off of that list, adding new people onto that list. Um, but it was just a constant kind of process, a disciplined process. And if you know me, my husband will tell you I am not a very disciplined person. I am very ADD, and I like to fly off and do different things, and I have great <laughs> ideas all the time. But it was that mm. three, those three things that led from me making, mm. you know, $1,000 mm-hmm. a client to $10,000 to a client to eventually being on retainer for $10,000 a month for clients. And um, that sounded just that I would never would have dreamed that that was going to happen. But those were the two really key strategies that got me to that point. And it's one that I teach now. Yeah, thank you. And thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing that. And I hope you guys, I hope you guys uh, wrote that down and are going to go back and study that into you have, you have more about this in your new book. That's the same as your Mm -hmm. website title, straight talk for smart business women. So you guys want to check that out. We're just coming to the end, and I do want to have time here. You, you said you wanted to share with us the truth about why someone could excel as an entrepreneur. What is that? Well, we are in a world that allows and seeks your expertise. You know, I, I already talked about when I started in the world, the, the solopreneur was kind of discarded, and you had to apologize to that. But you don't anymore. The world loves the personal connection. And small businesses really give you that opportunity to do that. So, yeah, we can get commodities from Amazon. We see the big, uh, you know, the big giants like Amazon. But research shows that people want more personal, intimate resources in our life. And it's, it's one of the reasons why some of the big box stores are closing these days. So the tools are there for you. If it's a, this is a journey and a path you want to go for, the tools are there for you. The world is ready for you. The rest is really up to owning that unique gift that God has brought to you that will open the doors to serve many. Mm. I love it. And and I think, too, we want to just say here also, just to kind of as a disclaimer or balancing thought, too, everybody isn't intended to be an entrepreneur. I mean, it isn't oh, like, yes. <laughs> you know, um, most people mm-hmm. actually aren't. So this This show is for people who, really feel that call, that tendency toward being entrepreneurial. And so if you start into, you know, my dad, my dad actually tried to start a business when I was um, probably 11 or 12 years old. And he worked out for about a year, year and a half. And then he went back and he was an employee so much happier um, working for someone else. He really didn't like the isolation that he was experiencing Mm -hmm. in the business model that he had chosen. And so, you know, if there's no failure in that, it's sometimes an expiration thing. And you shouldn't feel like you're a failure if it doesn't work for you. But if you are feeling the call to be an entrepreneur, this is such great content here and really helpful insights and tools. Uh, At your website, uh, Cheryl, which you guys, it is straighttalkforsmartbusinesswomen.com. You can check that out. Uh, Cheryl, what what do people find if they go over there? Well, I'm really about trying to create just-in-time resources to support women-owned small businesses. And I, you know, I know that there's big programs out there. And so, and, and I, some of that might be right for people, but sometimes people just need a nugget. So my book can be, you'll find that at the source. You'll find access to my Straight Talk Academy, which has just-in-time, so it has a course on niche power. It has a course on money mindset. It's, it's kind of a menu kind of thing so that you can have just in time what you need to answer that next step in your journey. So on my website, you'll have access to all of that. You'll see my blog, which, has, again, has access to key tips and strategies like I've shared today. 
And are you still doing a podcast? I am. Yes, my podcast is on that site as well. That's great. Okay, so you guys, that website address is straighttalkforsmartbusinesswomen.com. And Cheryl, this has been such a fun hour. You've just shared so much content here. And for those of you who joined us later in the show, you do want to go back and listen to the archives so you can get uh, the three greatest challenges you'll face as well as the calm business model and the formula for clarity and simplicity that we talked about at the beginning. Cheryl, do you have a favorite Bible verse or a theme uh, verse for life? Hmm. Wow, I don't. I don't. I read the Bible every day as part of my meditation. I just think every, I'll, it, it, every, every day whenever I just hold on it. <laughs> the whole awesome. just You know, whatever I need that day just jumps out at me. So I don't, Marnie, but I love mm. that you keep sharing great Bible verses of great references throughout the show here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I do have so many. I have like, I have over 200 that are like my favorite ones, so I totally get what you're saying. Oh. <laughs> and isn't it, isn't it amazing, though, that um, I always find this amazing because often I'm reading like three or four books at a time, you know, and I'll set one down even maybe for a month or six months or whatever. But when I'm asking God for the answer to a question that either it's in the Bible reading or it's in the portion of the book that I'm reading that day, which maybe I haven't picked up for months, or if somebody on the radio says something or there's a song, it's amazing how God does just communicate directly to us as we go through life, isn't it? Yeah. If you take the time to listen, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that verse in the Bible that says, you know, um, the the proud man, no, the the foolish man in his pride does not look to God. And I always think what that means is that when we think that we can do it without God, um, or maybe worse, that God can't do it without us. But when we that we can do it without God, um, what what happens is it sets us up with this prideful attitude, and we stop even asking Him for help. We stop looking to Him for advice and for counsel and for direction. And in the Bible, just calls that really foolish. And we have this wonderful opportunity to ask God for everything we need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. We are. We are we have about a minute left, Cheryl. Do you have one parting thought for the ladies who are listening today who are just a little nervous about going forward and going for what God put in their heart? Yeah, just keep on the journey. I mean, just keep asking mm-hmm. the question and listening for the answers because, as I said, the magic bullet's in you. It's not someplace out there. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here. have loved this hour with you. and looking forward to our next connection. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Marnie. And thank you all for listening. It's such a delight to be here with you live on Wednesday afternoons, as well as to those who listen to the archives around the uh, and to the syndicate stations, and those of you who host us on your uh, own on your own websites and stations. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we're going to come back again next week, as always, Wednesday afternoon at Blog Talk Radio forward slash Marnie's Friends, or else you can just go to marniesfriends.com and get everything you need over there. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.